Good morning. Welcome to Hillside Church Online. Uh, we're so excited to have you join us on this beautiful Sunday morning. Uh, just a couple of quick things above me. You'll see a couple links so that you can stay connected. Um, if, if you feel led to give, to be part of a generous church that gives not only locally, nationally, but globally as well. Um, and just other ways to stay connected with us here at Hillside so that we know how to love you well, to pastor you well, prayer requests, needs, things like that. Please, please, please uh, stay connected. Click one of the links above and we would love to connect with you. So um, we're going to get started in our message this week. We are continuing in our Proverbs series and uh, I'll be preaching on Speak Life is the title of my sermon, Speak Life. So let me pray and then we'll get into the message. Dear gracious Heavenly Father, we just thank you so much. God, we just thank you for the day. We thank you for the opportunity, another day, to speak, to speak life, and to hear you speak. So God, I pray that uh, you just empty me of myself and just speak through me. Just allow the Holy Spirit to work uh, through me and into the lives of those that are listening to this message, God. May it bring life to each and every one that's able to hear this. So God, I pray that you just be glorified and honored in all that I say and do. And I pray this in the mighty name of Jesus. Amen. Amen. So let's just dive right in. So, you know, Pastor Paul has been going through our series of Proverbs great, great messages, uh, and I'm going to continue in that series, and, and this title, like I mentioned before, is Speak Life, and the key verse that's highlighted uh, for this sermon is Proverbs chapter 18, verse 21, the tongue has the power of life and death, and those who love it will eat its fruit. You know, uh, in our day-to-day -day life, we must make sure that the words of our mouth are aligned with the Word of God. We have the power to speak life or death into others and in turn ourselves. right? I was talking to my wife last night about um, it's not one of those what goes around comes around, you know, like a karma thing. I don't believe that. But I do believe that if I'm constantly speaking evil and constantly speaking harsh, judgmental, that same is going to come back to me, right? But if I'm speaking life and I'm speaking encouragement and I'm speaking love, that invites it back into my life. So I think it's really, 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 really vital uh, to be careful with our words. Uh, the words that you speak have power. You know, I, when I was praying and preparing this, I thought about that sticks and stones may break my bones, but words will never hurt me. There's, uh, there's some truth about the sticks and stones will break your bones, but words can hurt and words have hurt and words can leave some deep, deep wounds uh, that take a long time to heal, um, but only given, you know, given that wound to God and then forgiveness as well. But words have power in them. Uh, words can build people up like a strong tower or words can tear people down into just human rubble. Words inspire 
or they can expire, right? Like a relationship, a friendship. Uh, you can inspire others with your words or you can expire that relationship, that friendship, so on and so forth. So I'm going to ask you two questions. The first question, when people finish a conversation with you, with me, do they look like stone having chipped away hearts by negative, sharp, or angry words? Or, second question, when people finish a conversation with you or I, do they look like fine pottery in the process of being molded by your words with love and care? You know, those are good questions uh, as you reflect on conversations that you've had, right? Because it's always good a little bit to look back, to not dwell in the past, right? Like the old rearview mirror analogy uh, that I've used. It, it, why is it so small and the windshield so big? It's because it's just for glancing for what's behind you. But it's good to reflect on conversations that you've had in the past. And those are good questions to ask yourself when you're finished talking with people. Do they look like stone? Uh... Or do they look like fine pottery? So it's good. So, speak life. I have an acrostic for you, which uh, if you know me, I love acrostics. Um, I spoke, uh, I had a sermon about work, W-O-R-K, and I made an acrostic for that. And so today, the acrostic is life, L-I-F-E. And I'll break down the letters of life to help equip you, myself, and making sure we're speaking life. Now, the, the, uh, the first and probably most important letter, L, and I know what you're probably thinking on this one. That's an easy one, right? L, like it, it's, it's a word used often in the Bible. Uh, and I bet if I asked you, you'd say L is for life or L is for love. But I'm going to toss you a curveball and say that the L in speaking life, that first L stands for listen. Before you can speak life, you must listen. First, listen to God. Listen to what He says in His Word. And then others, listen to others speaking to you, right? Um... When, when people are speaking to us, it's, it's difficult because we've come accustomed to listening to respond instead of just truly listening to listen, right? It's, uh, it, it, it takes practice. It takes a lot of practice, and, and I'm by no means am I perfect at it, but I feel like I'm better at it uh, because I learned it years ago to listen intentionally and, and really listen, not to, uh, like soon as they get into just a few words of their sentence, I'm already like, oh, I know how I'm gonna respond. Hurry up, hurry up, hurry up. I got something to say, I got something to say. I've missed probably the majority of what they're trying to speak to me. So the first L, listen, it is really important to speaking life. Uh, so the scripture that I have for the L in listen is Proverbs 18, uh, verse 13. To answer before listening, that is folly and shame. That is folly and shame. So to answer before listening. Um, and, and you could say, well, I mean, they were done talking. 
Well, they may have been done talking, but did you truly listen? You know, listen to the tone, listen, watch their body language, like really be intentional on listening to them. And of course, the, the second, uh, I'm going to give L a, a second uh, acrostic, and, and that's going to be loving. Uh, when you speak life, are you speaking lovingly? Uh, the scripture I have for this one is Ephesians chapter 4, verse 15. Instead, speaking the truth in love, we will grow to become in every respect the mature body of him who is the head, that is Christ. Loving words are nurturing. And you notice, you notice in the scripture that I just mentioned that it says speaking the truth in love. Sometimes we fall trapped to speaking words that are not the truth, right? Like we may say something to somebody just to make them feel good, but it's not the truth. We may uh, exaggerate and, and, and maybe not purposely tell lies, but not speak truth. And, and that's not loving. It's not loving to speak falsely or, or to tell lies or you know just to say something just to say something's sake so that's not loving uh, and if you look at Jesus the, the example of who we're to follow and model our life around he did such an amazing job and was the perfect example of one who spoke truth and love right he had grace and truth truth and love like he had that perfect balance to where he wasn't he 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 just was so, so, so good about doing it in a loving way. And that didn't mean that he, you know, didn't have a stern voice. You know, I didn't hear him. Um, but, but you can imagine the tone that he used. But he always spoke truth, right? He always spoke truth and it was always out of love because the goal was that those hearing his words would accept them and be transformed by them. That's love, right? Transformed for the better transformed to enter into the kingdom of heaven, right? Like that kind of love. So that first letter L, listen and loving. Um, those are the first two, the first letter, two things for speaking life. So I, now I'm going to go to the I. And the I in speaking life is intentional. Be intentional when you speak. Um, Colossians chapter 3, verse 23 in the Amplified Version says this, Whatever you do, whatever your task may be, work from the soul, that is, put, put in your very best effort as something done for the Lord and not for men, knowing with all certainty that it is from the Lord, not from men, that you will receive the inheritance, which is your greatest reward. It is the Lord Christ whom you actually serve. So be intentional. Um, Whatever you do, it says work from the soul and of that as you're working for the Lord, right? So picture uh, you're having a intimate one-on-one -on -one conversation with Jesus and you would be intentional, right? Well, insert the recipient of a conversation that you're having. Picture that person as Christ and speak to them as though you were speaking to Christ. Um, that, that is really intentional. Um, so we should be very intentional with our words. Make sure they are pleasing to the Lord 
and then also to those who are hearing them. It's vital. It's really vital. And I hope, I hope as I'm giving you uh, these examples and, and these ethical ways to make sure that you're speaking life, that it may, it may trigger something that you've done, but it may also trigger that something been done to you uh, and it may open an opportunity to offer forgiveness or to let go of a past grudge or resentment or something like that, right? Because none of us are perfect. Um, I, I'm, I'm guilty of not always speaking life. Uh, and, and as I've gone through this, if, if anything has come to mind where I have maybe not spoken life into someone, um, you know, God laid on my heart to where I can go and ask for forgiveness and, and make amends if need be. And then also, maybe somebody has spoken harshly to me and maybe I received it wrong uh, and, and then maybe I need to forgive that person. So, so being intentional. Um, I, I have a second verse that goes under that and that would be Ephesians chapter 4, verse 29. Do not let any unwholesome talk come out of your mouth, but only what is helpful for building others up according to their needs, that it may benefit those who listen. Intentional. Don't let any unwholesome talk. Like, don't let any words that are going to corrupt or tear down, uh, but only what is helpful for building others up according to their needs. Um, and, that all, and it goes, I mean, that ties right back into the beginning. Listening, speaking out of love, and being intentional with our words. Um, so listening, loving, and being intentional, and then F is fruitful. Fruitful. And uh, you probably guessed the scripture I have for that is Galatians chapter 5, verses 22 and 23. But the fruit of the Spirit is love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. So I ask when I'm speaking are my words fruitful? Uh, am I allowing the Holy Spirit to work in my life so that my words are fruitful? Uh, and, and the reason I felt like fruitful was so important is fruit that is produced also produces seeds. And when those seeds fall, it has the opportunity for other fruit-bearing trees, fruit-bearing plants, fruit-bearing folks uh, to bear fruit as well. So it's it's kind of an ongoing thing, right? So are my words fruitful, meaning am I producing fruit and then possibly planting seeds for other fruit to be produced, ultimately so it can multiply the kingdom of God here on earth, right? Like that, that needs to be my goal. That needs to be our goal, that our words are fruitful. Um, it's good. It's good when you think about the, the possibility and the opportunity that as we speak, um, that we're sowing seeds that could almost immediately produce fruit or later down the root, later down the road, produce fruit as well. And then that fruit can produce fruit and so on and so forth. It's wonderful. All right. Listen, loving, intentional, fruitful. And the last one is E. And uh, speak life. The E is encouraging. Encouraging. Uh, and I have two, two scriptures for that. The first one being Hebrews chapter 10, verses 23 through 25. Let us hold unswervingly to the hope we profess. For he who promised is faithful. 
and let us consider how we may spur one another on toward love and good deeds, not giving up meeting together as some in the, are in the habit of doing, but encouraging one another and all the more as you see the day approaching. Um, so yeah, so, so are we spurring one another on toward love and good deeds, encouraging one another, right? Like that should be our goal that, that as we speak life into people, that it spurs them on, um, to, toward love, right? Toward love, toward good deeds, and, and just to be an encouragement to one another, to lift each other up. Um, and the, and the second the second scripture that I have for encouraging is 1 Thessalonians chapter 5, verse 11. It says, Therefore, encourage one another and build each other up, just as in fact you're doing. And I love it. He says, just as in fact as you're doing. Um, that, that was the Apostle Paul writing to the church in Thessalonica. But, um, you know, I, I love Hillside. I love the family. Um, I love how, how blessed and highly favored uh, that we are, and I, and I get to see this uh, on a weekly uh, basis. Sometimes more than just weekly, that how we encourage one another, encourage one another, and build each other up. Um, so it's amazing. So are are we are we speaking encouragement? Are we being encouraging with our words as we're speaking to others? So I'll go back over them. Life, speaking life. Listen and loving, intentional, fruitful, and encouraging. With the words of your mouth, you can impart greatness or smallness in someone else's life. You can fan a flame of a dream or you can snuff it out. You have the opportunity to speak life into someone. Because the Almighty God, the creator of the heaven and earth, spoke life and, and the world was created. He spoke life into us and we were created. We then in turn have the opportunity and are commanded to speak life into others. So I pray as you go about your day, as you go about your week, when given opportunities to speak, that you take time to listen, that you respond lovingly, that you're intentional with your words, that they're fruitful and that they're encouraging. And uh, I promise it will be a blessing to those receiving, and you in turn will be blessed as well. Um, let me pray us out, and uh, we'll let you get back to your Sunday. Dear gracious Heavenly Father, we just thank you so much for this day. God, thank you for this message. Thank you for your word. Thank you for speaking life into each and every one of us, God. And I pray as we go forward about our day and about our week, that you give us opportunities to practice speaking life into those around us and that we may be able to see the fruit from that. So God, I pray you just watch over us, protect us. Uh, we just give you the glory and honor for everything that we do and say. And we pray this in Jesus' name. Amen. Thank you and you all have a wonderful Sunday.